everyone, and <laughs> hello everyone, and welcome to Tales from the Blue Cottage. Uh, if you're new here, welcome, and if you're a returning listener, then thank you for coming back, and, and we hope you're enjoying this journey as much as we are. Um, if you're really enjoying this co- this podcast and you'd like to support us, uh, there's a couple ways you can do that. You can check us out over on TikTok and on Instagram at Blue Cottage D and D. Watch us make some fun skits and, uh, and and make fools of ourselves and try to be funny. Um, and if you really, really, really like us, uh, go tr- check out MidnightStrayCandleCo.com, where we make fantasy-inspired candles as well as handmade resin dice to help enhance your game. Um, you can go check that out, again, at MidnightStrayCandleCo.com. Uh, we also have an Etsy uh, at the Cottage RPG. Nice uh, catch. Etsy. We have a couple of cool printouts. That was, that was like a solid 15-deck save over there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Blue Cottage RPG on Etsy, we've got some cool printables that you guys can print out to, to help um, assist you while you're playing your characters, uh, as well as a Kofi, Kofi.com forward slash Blue Cottage D&D. Um, so yeah, thanks again guys for listening in, we, we hope you're enjoying it as much as we are, and I guess with that we'll jump into tonight's session. Um, last we left off, we, uh, hang on, you guys had made ports at Amonweir, um, you would just... Uh, dusted the Stormwalker, you, you destroyed the crew, except for, I think, two that managed to escape. Um, and then there was, uh, you, you killed Captain Senna, mm-hmm. and managed to take a few... Hang on a second, I have to pause this. Is there we go, much better. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so you guys killed Captain Senna, you raided her ca- uh, the captain's quarters, managed to take a few uh, a few items from her, including a, a chest, um, you found a map. You, I don't think you unlocked the chest yet, though, if I'm not mistaken. Nah. Um, and then you made your way to the port of Amonweir, where um, you were let off, and you watched as the, the Harpy's Harpoon uh, sits... Uh, actually, no, it didn't sit still, I apologize, no, uh, Jacques stayed with you. Um, he said he would be sitting sail the next day, though, and he wouldn't return for three weeks. Um, after this, you guys entered into Alethia, the singular town that's on this strange island in the middle of nowhere, and found that everyone here seems incredibly jubilant and happy and friendly. Um, <laughs> Adneth, being ever the uh, skeptical, decided to duck down an alleyway and cast Detect Magic, upon which... There's illusion magic everywhere in this town. Lots of little spurts of illusion magic. Um, you guys followed one down an alleyway and discovered uh, that this illusion magic was actually a creature. This humanoid's individuals wearing these porcelain masks that you guys had faced before. Um, a few uh, months prior on the road, they, they attacked your camp in the middle of the night trying to get to Mercy. And... Uh, they, they're undead skeletal type creatures underneath these cloaks and masks. And they were attacking a, uh, a young triton who knew Castros and called out Castros. And this triton's name was Harlan. So you guys uh, saved Harlan from these creatures and then returned to the Golden Gale uh, where you met with the Giselle, the, uh, the tavern keep, um, who told you guys that she once had a son named Balin and he left to go to the mainland. There was a lot of things that happened that night. Uh, you guys had a lot of discussion. There was a, a bit of uh, snooping and the other, the only, the singular other person that stayed at this tavern, the other guest at the tavern, you guys decided to snoop. He's an author of sorts and you kind of snooped around in some of his stuff that using cheese nut set off on a magical alarm in which he came running back to the tavern quickly. Um, you guys managed to not get caught, <laughs> thankfully. Um, 
And then in the night, you guys had a dream. You had this strange dream that involved um, that involved the ocean. You saw Mercy with you as she she stepped out and began walking across the water towards the storm, this strange eldritch storm on the horizon. You heard this voice calling out to her, and then this fog and waves overtook her before you could get to her and save her. And you all awakened the next morning and found she was missing. She was gone. She seemingly just stood up and walked out of the room and out of the tavern. And thanks to some investigation, you guys found that it looked like she was picked up by carriage and escorted towards the widowed villa, which is the governess's manor at the top of the easternmost part of the town. There was a use of Detect Thoughts, which you found that Giselle Catalan was not being entirely truthful about anything, and uh, she said that she was scared, she was terrified, and she told you to go see the shopkeep, Liam, and that he would explain things, that he would be able to help you at least. So after this, you all made your way across the street, being followed by invisible entities, uh, your new Triton friend in tow, who, uh, on that note, was apparently searching for treasure, has found a treasure map, but is missing a piece of it. And so she can't quite figure out where on this island this treasure is held. Um, is that what she was doing? So, you guys made your way across the town to this little magic shop called the, um, I believe it's called the Creeping Cauldron. Entered inside and were met with an, uh, an older man, this older, tall gentleman just kind of stepped up um, from behind this uh, strange countertop and uh, introduced himself, asked what you were looking for, and then he said, as soon as you guys mentioned that uh, he'd be able to help, he looked over at Artemis and said, it's about time you got here. But he didn't speak in the voice of an old man, he spoke in the voice of a child. Uh, and I would note, because I believe Detect Magic is still going at this point, uh, something I forgot to note because we were ending the session as you approach. You notice that this gentleman has a lot of transmutation magic on him. Did he say his name? Liam. Or I apologize, not yeah. transmutation. He has illusion magic over him as well, not transmutation. Is illusion as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or really transmutation. Hang on. <laughs> Let me check that spell. I think it is transmutation. Also, what was Yeah, it, it is transmutation magic. The governess manor? What was the, it called? The Widowed Widow Villa. Widowed Villa. Yeah, so he does covered in transmutation magic and asks you all to. Uh, asks you all to uh, travel with him down beneath the, the uh, into the cellar of this little shop. I, I don't know if I asked, but um, I wrote down the necrosis on um, Giselle. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if I made a check or not to see if I recognize that and whether or not it was natural. Um, I don't believe you did. I think you just asked what it resembled and I told you it was like just a I don't Actually, I don't think you asked. I don't think, I I don't think you asked. I don't think you did. Yeah, so, I recognize what make, a, make a nature check. Nature. Or medicine check in this case, actually. Medicine. 24. 24? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, with a 24? It looks like natural decay, just decaying flesh, like a infection of some kind. So, as you all um, step down into this cellar, um, you hear as uh, Liam kind of speaks back to you. 
All right, don't dawdle, or else our little friend will decide to come inside and take a look around himself. I imagine you wouldn't want that. No, not at all. Calling you on, miss. No. <laughs> so, he leads you down into this, this, uh, oh, yeah, sorry, it was the, who told us to go to the barkeep, somebody told us to go yeah, to the tavern. Yeah, the tavern. After, after a intense interrogation, uh, followed by some detect thought spells, you guys, uh, convinced her, she kind of, like, told you guys that, um, if you were looking for help, you needed to go speak with Liam, and that he would be able to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, following that information. And she did say as well that her husband was just scared mm-hmm. not to blame him for what happened. So, um, Where did you eat, Mercy? So, um, you guys entered in. He kind of leads you down this uh, stairway that kind of wraps around underneath into this circular basement beneath this, this uh, little magic shop. Um, you see there is a like a semicircular work table towards the back that's kind of wrapped around the edge of the wall. A lot of um, herbs growing, with mushrooms growing in jars. You see vines hanging from... There's a little bit of sunlight coming in from, uh, from a small window up top with a lot of vines and plants kind of uh, gathered around it. Uh, you notice there's quite a few bottles and things uh, filling a cabinet off to the right-hand side. Uh, just a lot of different components and, and different types of nature and flora in here. As you make your way down, uh, he kind of turns to you and says, Well, my name's Liam. It's a pleasure to meet you. Oh, moment, please. And he watches, he reaches, and he pats a small pendant on his chest. And as he taps it, he begins to shrink in form. The robes that are on him kind of drape over him. His new smaller form, like like a massive, I mean, like a child with a robe, like a, with his father's robe on. As he kind of like sinks to the ground, he takes that weird floppy hat off and sets it on a table nearby. You notice he takes the form of this young boy, maybe 14 years of age. He kind of looks around. Green, yellow, Gilbert sent you, right? Gilbert? Seward. How do you know Gilbert? Because my mentor told your mentor, your mentor told my mentor something, and then my mentor passed that information along 50 years ago. We've been waiting on you for a long time. I really thought that you'd, uh, you'd be older, to be honest, at this point. Older? <laughs> Anyways. Is your mentor still around? No. That's the next point of note. We don't have a whole lot of time here, I'm going to be honest with you. This town is a bit strange, and well, it's under the rule of a tyrant, and we're all dying, so there's that. But we cannot die at all. It's complicated. Truth of the matter is, Gildoth was right. Oh, crap. What was that? Amber alert. Why do not disturb? Anxiousness, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, everyone. Uh, Amber I'm going to I'm gonna have to clip that out of the podcast, because that was loud. That was really yeah. loud for those of us in particular. Oh, bless you. Um, so, um, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yes. Uh, 
lost my train. Hang on, let me try. Liam was telling you guys Everyone about going. Everyone's dying, but they can't. Yeah. 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 yeah, there we go. All right, so um, gonna. It's kind of a complicated story, but no, my master's not around anymore. Um, I mean, he is, but he isn't. So he's on the island, but he's not in town, and I don't exactly know where he's at. He's very paranoid that the governess is going to find him, and that would be bad. So. Anyways, he's hidden himself away somewhere. He told me, after something about Gilbert reaching out to him, this was like I said, 50 years ago, he sent me a message. He told me to be on the lookout for Gilbert's apprentice. A man wearing a green cloak with yellow trim. Like I said, I thought you'd be older at this point. I waited and I waited and I waited. And you're, you're 50 years old. Oh, no, I'm... 277 years old, actually. 277? human. Not an elf? What? Can't insight check him. <laughs> Make an insight check. Well, I suppose if they're all dying and they're not dead, some, maybe the island's doing something to him. He can't die. Hmm. Maybe he's stuck. It's just complicated. So, I'm trying to make this brief. Do you age? No. None of us do. No one in this town ages. We do, though. In a way. It's complicated, like you said. <laughs> Some... <laughs> you don't look like you age, but maybe your body ages. We decay. Decay? That's a better term. We're decaying. So, the truth is, I came here with my master and mentor, Gildarth Weiss, some, you know, 300 years ago. He was a shadow for Water Theseus at the time. Uh, but he was exiled, and that's another story, unfortunately, another story entirely. Uh, and he was hired by the governess to help construct what is now the Withered Villa. Uh, I wasn't allowed inside the villa, but I helped him by gathering supplies and components and other things. He became quite enamored and perplexed by the governess herself, though. A woman named Alethi, for one, the one the town is named after. He would slave away from her, day and night, working on some kind of chalice. I, I, I never did get the details, but it was some sort of chalice. A that is until one night, when the governor was murdered. Gildarth came home and gathered as much as he could, and told me to flee the, before the ritual began. I, I didn't know what he meant at the time, uh, but and I knew better than to think Essentially, she blamed him for the governor's murder. She placed the blame on him, said that he was the one who had done it, but I know, I know better than that. So, I didn't flee. Instead, I grabbed this amulet that I'd seen him use a couple of times, and I turned myself into, well, an older gentleman, and went to the docks and blended in with a new crowd that was, came in, that was coming in. A few days later, I understood what he meant by ritual. The governess forced everyone in the town to make a deal with her. They would live forever in happiness and bliss on this island as long as they gave over their souls to her. Now, of course, no one argued. This place was fantastic at the time. It still is in some aspects. So everyone turned their souls over willingly. But what she didn't tell us was the side effects. And I'm not even sure she knew them at the time. Apparently, if our bodies still decay, even though we live forever, they decay away. The flesh rots, 
the blood curdles, and we are left as nothing but a walking, hollow corpse. Those that have decayed have been cast out of the marsh to wander for an eternity, alone. Those that defy the governess, the same. It wasn't until she discovered this ritual, a ritual involving the sacrifice of newborn children, that our decay was halted. The problem is, is that about 20 years ago, about 18 to be exact, there was a young woman who came to the town, was pregnant, and Alethi was going to use her child as a sacrifice for this ritual. But the tavern keeper's son, Balin, had fallen in love with this woman and whisked them away before the ritual was complete. Ever since that night, the ritual has not worked, and those of us who are decaying are decaying more rapidly than ever. I am able to stall it for many people. That's what I do. I try to concoct things, antidotes and cures that help our bodies decay at least more slowly. But it's, it's not enough. So, I don't... Anyways. Does this sound like a slow version of the Timeless Death? Sounds similar. It sounds similar trapping of souls, the decaying of a body. It's just something different about it. Now, like I said, it took me several years, but I know Gildarth is still alive. He still sends me messages from time to time. He's somewhere in the marsh. He won't even tell me where for fear of being found out. I don't know why he's afraid of being found. He can't die. None, none of us can. But he said he sent me a message. He said to search for the young man in the green and yellow cloak, and that I should send you to his manor, that you might be able to find him. He said two things. One, retrieve his journal. And if you can't solve the journal, grab the sword. I don't know what either of those things mean, but perhaps you can figure it out. He did send this with me, though. He kind of turned... He... <laughs> 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 Why did mine just do that? I'm waiting on Is mine to happen now, too. I think I'm just going to go ahead and turn this off, just in case. Will you turn it off? I don't know. It's on settings. Let me find it. <laughs> I think it's settings, general. Oh, scared me that time. <laughs> <sighs> he watches, he wanders over to his uh, cabinet, and he says a few words and kind of makes a few gestures, and the bottom drawer on, this, on his desk kind of pops open, and he pulls out this small wrapped parcel. Now, it only has one use, so use it well. And be warned, sounds like Gildarth strapped the hell out of his manor before he left. So much so that the governess has sent people there, and, well, they did not make it inside at all. But they did not go back to the manor on to the withered villa unscathed either. He was a powerful, powerful enchanter, so be careful. Is there anything that he used to maybe carry on him? That you could describe to me that you know for certain he might keep on 
his person? There were a few things. He never left home without a spellbook. Um, he did have a familiar as well, a, a, a little white sparrow, actually. Odd little thing. And he has this cloak that he was very fond of. I could produce an illusion of it, and he kind of sure. he watches. He makes a few gestures, and he pops up this illusion. The small—it's uh, a blue robe with like a deep red, um, like almost maroon trim, and it has a bunch of stars all over the. Uh, the back of it, or all of the fabric. I wish I could give you more answers, but as I said, if we dawdle too long, your friend out there is going to come inside looking for you. Seems you stirred up a lot of attention. I don't know who that girl was that you came with, but apparently she drew a lot of ire from the, sh- from the, uh, the shade guard, so... I would highly recommend um, not pissing them off. There are a lot of them in the town. Even more of them in the manor. Not to mention the town guard. I'm confused. I thought, is Alephi and the governess the same? Oh yes, they are. They're the same. Okay. That makes sense. She's been alive for a long time. No one really knows where she came from, but... Do you know what came of that trellis? I have no idea. It's just one of many things that Gildoth was working on for her. When was your last communication with Gildoth? Mm, it's been some years now, I suppose. It's been a while. Sorry. As I said, I, I have no idea how to reach him. He just reaches me from time to time. Has anyone come to this island before to try and get rid of this? Oh, many a times. But she's powerful. She is all intents and purposes. She is, for all intents and purposes, immortal. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, she has many who worship her and serve her as though she's a goddess. And... Where did she come to the island? You know? We came after she was here. She hired my master. Some 280 years ago, I guess. Or 200, I suppose it would have been about 265 years ago. So we came here to work for her when the town was first being built, established. Well, so the town wasn't here prior to that? No, no, the island was barren until the governor came. Then when he was. When he passed away, everything went into her control, and it has been ever since. Did the governor have a name? He did, actually. It was Otto Bournemouth.
How did he die? I don't think anybody knows. She says She said he was murdered. He was murdered. That's all we know. Or sacrificed. Or sacrificed, yes. Depends on if she really loved him or not. Did she seem like she loved him? I don't know. I didn't spend a lot of time with her, like I said. Mm-hmm. My master said I was not allowed at the villa, so I stayed at his shop and helped him from there. Have you ever left the island? Oh, I, I wasn't from here originally. I'm from Theseus. No, but I mean, since you've been here, have you left? No, I'm not. None of us are allowed to leave, unfortunately. It's part of the deal. But you know what happens if you do leave? No idea. Why is Jacques' deal different than all of yours? Jacques? Yes. I don't know. Perhaps because he's more loyal than the rest of us. I'm not entirely sure where he came from, to be honest. He just showed up. I guess that was about 200 and... Right at 200 years ago. Did he tell us where Gildar's mansion was, house, or whatever it was? Oh, sorry. Most southernmost point in town, there's a singular manor surrounded by violets. For some reason, Gildarth had this thing for violets. I don't know why. It's pretty old and run down. It's hard to miss. Like I said, be careful. There's no doubt he's trapped it to hell and back. Their description in the room there were flower petals and violets. Wow. The, the shady guy that was staying at the. There were, but I totally forgot about that. Mm. What do you think flower I took notes? Oh, on his boot. It might have been him or it might have been somebody who was snooping around his manor. Because he had flower petals um, on his boots. Okay, okay. Well, what's the move, team? I don't know, it's up to Artemis, I suppose. What do you think? Do you want to know more? She has some answers. I mean, at this point, I'm really, really stumped. I mean, he's not supposed to be older. Somebody else told me I wasn't even supposed to be there. I'm not quite sure what's going on. I mean, so I want answers. I have a spell prepared that could maybe locate Gildar. Potentially. I don't know. It has been blocked before, though, so. It's, uh, all the ones have been banished to the marsh. And they're decomposed. I mean, they still have their senses. Or are they creatures now? I couldn't tell you. I've never been outside of the gates and outside of the walls. I know there's probably a lot of them. There's no way he is. He's boring. 
Oh well. I imagine there are there is a choice. Most of them are probably quite miserable and frustrated. But they never die, they just deep put so Alright. They're probably nothing but a walking bag of bones if I had to guess at this point. Yeah, it doesn't they sound just good. Shame. Yeah, it's fun. We're supposed to go find the stuff and then go find your daughter. So I guess we go to the house. Without mercy. That is a concern, yes. And it sounds like she was meant to be for the sacrifice. So. Shine, we want to stop the aging. I suppose, yes. I'm sorry, did you say you think she's from the sacrifice? Like. That baby died 18 years ago. What, mercy? Brigham? I don't think so, dear. Well, I think if she it, survived. If it is indeed. That child. Well, she's gonna die. Yes. This concern. Very aware of that. <laughs> like to avoid that. Uh, if she's not a child. Not anymore, no. She's younger than I thought she was, though. Mm-hmm. If that is her, well, that would change a lot of things. Best we not let anyone in the town know about this. Truthfully, at the moment, with everyone being decaying, more rapidly over the past 18 years, there's a lot who would like to revolt against the governess, including myself. So, now is a better time as any, but if they catch wind that they're going to be restored back to their normal form, that fire might get put out real fast. I don't know who you're talking about, that person that went missing. Yeah. Lucky for you, you've got some time at least. She can't perform the ritual until the new moon. So. Which How is when? Yeah, Rough, roughly three weeks from now. Okay. Uh, when we get picked up. Yeah. To get never leave. So you're saying that like people in the town want to revolt, but, but you they don't want to lose their immortality? Basically, I think many people here are actually quite ready to die after living in monotony for 200 plus years. It gets old, guys. It gets real old. <laughs> so much for the happiness. Yeah. It was happy for a while for many of them. It was never happy for me. I was always trying to clear Gildar's name and understand and make catch of tales of things. But many of the town, they liked it for a while. And I think it just got boring. Why don't you come with us and help us? Oh no, I cannot do that. What do you have to lose if you're ready? I to have die? to stay here and help people. There are people who are decaying away, and if they get if they decay, they'll be kicked out of the city. I can't allow that to happen. Also, I have to keep an eye on things here. Oh, you you also you you you, you feel a tap on your shoulder, Casper, and you turn around and Harlan says, "You're into some really weird shit, Casper." <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. I, I, I mean, this is cool and all. I didn't sign up for this, though. Well, Harlan, do you have a way off of this island? Didn't think so. So we're kind of stuck. <laughs> and you might as well help us. Why don't I just stay here while you guys 
go do your thing, and then when you're ready to go look for the, you know, the, the, the stuff, then you come back and find me, you know? I mean, we could really use your help, and also, you know, we don't want you to get hunted down again by those things, so we could protect you. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> <laughs> Persuasion? Yeah. 16. 16? Yeah. I mean, you're right, I don't want to be hunted down by those things. <laughs> but also, I don't really want to be hunted down by those things. <laughs> it sounds like with what you're all doing, that's gonna probably happen. We'll be discreet. If I die, I'm gonna haunt you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> so. <laughs> I guess you're in. <laughs> the DC was a 15, so you got lucky. Noise. Uh... Nice. Oh, that's trying to break So. But the thing that was following us, it we don't feel its presence anymore or anything, do we? No. Okay. Apparently. Um, that's what he keeps referring to as the shade guard. Okay. Mm -hmm. The shade guard. That we recognize. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They are undead servants to Alethi, and they are very powerful. Some of them more so than others. The ones that are far more powerful tend to stay around the widowed villa. The ones around the town are just they keep an eye on things. Make sure, you know, no one revolts or anything like that. Um, and they listen for whispers. Lucky for me, I've... They, they tend to steer clear since I help people, but... I keep morale up and, you know, citizens a little less... Did we see icky. about how far the manor was from where we are now? Uh, you, you've seen it. You saw it when you... When you come into town, it's about, uh, it's probably like a three-quarter, like a half a mile, three-quarter mile walk. Okay. Well, we could always move towards the manor and do it stealthily. Unless you have another idea, huh? Which is it? Which manor? Uh, the one that Gildarth is, yes. Oh, I thought you were referring to the governess's manor. No, I wouldn't recommend that at all. No. <laughs> okay. no. No, not that one. Just to make not sure. Yet. Yet. <laughs> Three dozen so shade guard plus the, you know, twenty to thirty regular town guards. Wouldn't recommend it. Yes. Plus the lefty yourself, who literally can't die. Yes. And this, this sacrifice <laughs> that they. How was it done? How was what done? I'm sorry. The sacrifice. I'll be honest. I never watched. I don't know. I never attended the ritual. Always a child. It was always a newborn baby. On the day that it was born, she would lure young women in from all over the world. Perhaps that's why Jacques was employed, is to bring people here hmm. so that they could be sacrificed. The sad thing is, is that some of the mothers live among us now, as they willingly gave up their child. Others, however, did not. 
and they were cast out into the marsh. It's a sad thing, and so much so that many of us, including Giselle Catlin, could never bring themselves to watch. But be wary, because there are those in this town that serve the governess loyally and would never betray her. So be very careful who you make friends with. How are we supposed to know? Can you, like, give us a list? People <laughs> we can recruit? <laughs> Afraid not, because even I'm not entirely certain. I do know that I would highly avoid, avoid the tea shop. That one there is bad news. Just in general. Okay. I don't know how, but we're going to end up in that tea shop. <laughs> Sooner or later. Alright. Well, you should probably make your way out. And, no, just a moment. I'll, I'll escort you out. We'll make it look inconspicuous as possible. He kind of taps the little, uh, the little t- angle and he kind of grows back into that old man size. The robe just kind of... <clears throat> Alright, follow me, please. <laughs> Do you have anything that you could potentially give us that might be helpful? That might also look like, you know, we came in here inconspicuously to get something. Make a persuasion check. Worth a try. 22. He gave 22. Us a Yeet. was the one time you swear we haven't looked at it yet. Finally using my charisma. <laughs> Alright, let's see. Kyle looks at you and says, I think I might have something for you. Just a moment. Okay, thank you. Let's see. What does he... He gives that parcel, too. What does that do again? Go ahead and look at it. This should do the trick. I... He just called it a parcel. Yeah, it was just a parcel. Um, as you unravel it, there is a small chime. Like a metallic chime. I, I think this might help you a little bit. It's something I concocted a while back when I was feeling a little more rebellious, if you will. And then my logic took over. It will give you the strength of a stone giant. For a short amount of time. Like that. Thank you so much. <laughs> Use it wisely. Thank you, Liam. Yeah. Yeah. You got to the bag. Kind of escorts you all up the stairs and Harlan is just kind of... Can I ask you one more question though before we go? As you guys are kind of walking up, yeah. Um, did you mentor ever have this or talk about this? I'll show him the sigil. Oh yeah, seal of eight. He was a member of that order for a time. I don't know much about it myself. There were very few secrets that he kept from me, but that was one of them. He said that their work was for the sake of the world, though. Not just our country, but the countries around Axelon. Something about research on the Knicks. I'm afraid that's all I know. Well, that and there are always eight of them. I don't remember the ones that he was working with at the time. 
I do know he was working with Gilbert Seward. Which is how they knew each other. Thank you. It's the most information I've been able to find today. Mm -hmm. Of course. Um, Gildarth would be able to help you more on that. Makes sense. Kind of lays you up the stairs and takes you to the door. Kind of opens it. Oh, thank you all for your for your patronage. I appreciate it. No, thank we, you. We hope so. you soon. I, I do hope that that medicine cures <laughs> yes. your cures your arthritis for a little while. Thank I know you. that you have quite a few shows that you'd still like to play with those fine instruments thank of yours. You very much. Um, I didn't know you were suffering from arthritis. <laughs> 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 Uh, anyways, um, pleasure meeting you all, and I hope you enjoy your stay in this fine town, and perhaps you'll want to become one of us as well. Have a good day. It's just the door behind you all. Okay. All right. So, Anders, are you all right? I think both of us are confused. Perplexed. Yes. How about we, um... Maybe scoot around here and I can cast past without a trace. What time of day was it? It's roughly uh, mid morning at this point. Yeah, so I think we woke up and yeah, you had woke breakfast up, had and then left. Go the, yeah, uh, yeah, you guys kind of investigated yeah. the area where Mercy went missing and then, um, yeah. Alright, do we see a spot in which we could maybe potentially stealthily like hide so I can cast past without a trace? Uh, there's uh, quite a, like, a couple of alleyways around. Uh, you guys do know you have rooms back at the uh, the Golden Gale as well. Um, so a couple, couple of choices. Okay. Uh, I guess whatever's closest. Okay. Alleyway would be quickest. Yeah. Golden Gale's not far. It's just your choice. Mm-hmm. What do we think? Do we want to try it here? Or go back to the... Does it seem like anyone's watching this? Yeah. Make a perception check. Look around. Eighteen. Eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, twenty-two. So with an eighteen and a twenty-two, as you guys listen, very carefully trying to listen in and hone in around you as you guys take a few steps. Cecilia, you you smell something that smells dead nearby, and you guys can every so often you hear the faint footstep near you as one of the shade guard is on your trail staying close alright maybe we go back to the room for now mm-hmm. yeah. this place for privacy that potion for my arthritis yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alright so you guys make your way back across the street over to the Golden Gale we haven't been to te- uh, shop here have we what's that we haven't been to like a general store here have we no you've not um, but you do see as you, as you kind of look up the road there is um, let me see what it's called I'm going to be looking too at Artemis and see if I can see any like fine lines or wrinkles or signs of age that should be there that are not there <laughs> uh, just discreetly investigation check investigation 10 10 
Hank looks like a young man, like, you know, mid-twenties. So old. Just... No. <laughs> 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 it's like, and? Yeah. <laughs> Head shakes and nothing else. <laughs> Sorry, I was just taking a look. I just... Ever say being lost permanently? I feel like I'm there now. Mm. Um, nevertheless, I wouldn't mind going to buy a shop somewhere if there's something. Sure, what are you looking for? One of the things you can look at and see yourself. I want to see if anything changes with me. You know, like mirror. A, a mirror? A mirror, a mirror yeah. Yeah. yes. <laughs> Unless somebody's, well, I'll just want one for myself. I don't have one now, really. Sure. sure. Yeah. We'll How far away are we from the creeping culture? Not far, you're still out front. Um, I want to try and discreetly cast a message. Okay. To him. Alright. What's his name again? Liam. 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 He didn't give us a last name, did he? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I forgot to ask something. <laughs> yeah, it is uh, Liam Harvey. Discreetly okay. and message him. Alright, what do you want to say? Liam, it's Castros. Um, I forgot to ask you about this, but also I didn't want the others to hear me. Um, what do you know about Idris, Artemis's rat, and what that could be? Because it has a mind of its own, and I don't know if you'd ever heard of something like that or had any information on that that would be helpful. Got a response back. Idris, I haven't seen that little rat in a long time. Gilbert's familiar, I believe. Kind of like my master's sparrow. It's just familiar as far as I know. I guess it'll be Artemis. Kind of does its own thing, though. I don't know. Whatever. <sighs> Anyways, thanks for the question. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> So you guys uh, wander over and you see the uh, there is the Moore Market, which is kind of nearby. It's a small shop. As you, as you it's not not far from where you're at actually. Um, just kind of wander in. They do have typical goods. You see, there is this. Um, there's an older lady that kind of uh, approaches you guys. You do see a lot of goods. You see some typical groceries. You see uh, like some vegetables, fruits. You see some salted meats. Um, you see uh, quite a few just typical household items, um, cookware. Not not really a whole lot of adventuring gear. Just mostly like typical around the home type of stuff. You know, Casper, you could probably get some more treats from Mavis. Ooh, dried meat. Yeah. I guess still have like couple. Is yeah. good. And then this kind of an older lady approaches. She's got like long, uh, like her kind of long gray hair that's pulled back in this little headband that kind of flows back behind her. Um, wearing this big shawl and long sleeves and whatever. Ah, hello everyone. Um, you're new faces. I don't think I've ever seen you before. Yes, we're new. Well, you can just call me Nana. Um, Welcome to the to the Moor Market. Oh no no, you don't look like a nana to me. You look way too young. Oh. 
You're too kind. You're flat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is there anything I can help you all with today? So I was looking for some, like, jerky of sorts. Yes. Also a mirror, if you have one. Mm, I have a mirror, and we do have some salted meats here. So. Uh, give me just a moment, please. Uh, and what chance have you got uh, some flour? Mm, we do have some flour. And, um, fire bellows. Uh, I believe I have some bellows as well, yes. Yeah. Um, give me just a moment, and I'll see what I can gather for you. An odd, mm. odd bunch of goods, that is. Um, <laughs> just kind of turns around and uh, she kind of begins to, to rummage through some shelves. Um, she does get you some jerky. She gets you like a small bag of flour. Um, she grabs, she does kind of disappear behind the back of the counter for a little while and she does come back with some bellows. Like some very, not not big, just some small like personal fire bellows. Um, what was the other request? Sorry. Uh, mirror. Mirror, mirror. Yeah, in the mirror. Um, and there is a small handheld silver mirror that she cut, that she comes back with as well. Can I uh, look around for any like exotic fruits or anything, like anything? Uh, looking about, no, like nothing, island fruits, nothing, like coconuts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of looking about, there, there's nothing like too exotic. Strange enough, you do see there. There are strange enough there are some apples. There are some uh, grapefruit grapefruits. There are uh, there would be coconuts as well, pineapples <laughs> too. Um, couple of, a couple of Things. Um, I'm trying to think of what else they would have. Bananas. What? They'd have some bath bananas. <laughs> Apples. Papaya. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> she comes back. And she's, um, all right. She kind of settles it, settles it all down on the counter. You notice, um, actually, uh, you you would be the one that sees this with the highest passive perception. As she sets it all down, you notice as her sleeve rolls up. Almost six to seven inches of her forearm is rotted away, revealing bone underneath. And as you take notice of it, she quickly grabs her sleeve and kind of folds it down. Sorry, I bit of a burn myself there. Oh, no worries. Um. Anyways, uh, I. Yes, uh, sorry. She, she, there's a moment of the, where she kind of stares over your shoulders, kind of past all of you, and then takes a deep breath. And insight? Megan, Megan insight. Well, you can't see this happening. I can uh, sense this and feel this. Uh, yeah. Megan insight. Her check. heart is pounding. Awesome. How many weeks of jerky? Uh, how many? Oh, I guess I don't roll twice for insight, do I? Um, she would probably have enough. Oh, you're talking about like probably before? First one. No, for this. For this? He's getting some for Mavis. Oh, yeah. I got you. Um, those would be probably uh, three silver or two silvers for like a meal worth for you, which that would be like three meals for Mavis. What is it? 18. 18? You did feel there was a moment there where. She got nervous, anxious. Her heart began to pound. Her breathing became heavy. Something caught her attention in that moment. Made her very uncomfortable. Um, so yeah, so about two silvers per you know per meal worth of jerky. So. How much would like a week be? Mm, should be thirty-five silvers. So three, three and a half, three and a half gold pieces. Three golds, five silvers. 
do that. And uh, so she gathers up some jerky for you. She hands it to me. It's a little more expensive. Um, it's a, kind of a hard commodity to come by. Uh, that'll run you uh, five gold pieces for the mirror. And uh, the flowers, you can have it for, say, five copper for a pound. Uh, the bellows, we'll say two silvers. Round up to gold, is it six gold? Roughly six gold, yeah. Okay. Texas. Thank you, sir. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, thank all of you. I'm glad. That. Welcome to Amweir. Um, uh, thank you. Do you see any exotic uh, trades come in? Goods mm. in and out? Not really. No. Jacques usually sticks to the to his usual routes. Um, brings in just typical house goods and things of that nature, just survival things for the people in the town that we can't make here ourselves. Um, but we're pretty self-sustaining for the most part. It's a good quality to have. Mm, it is indeed. Anyways, pleasure meeting you all again. Hope you enjoy your stay. You as well. Thank you. So oh, rare that Jacques brings people in, so it's always nice to see new faces. Uh, by the way, is there a curious service on the island? I'm sorry? Courier. Courier service? Mm, no. Very not. So the contact you have with anyone else outside of here is only through mm, Jacques. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, of course. Uh, have have a nice day. You as well. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Let's go. This is so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys make your way out of the, the Moor Market. And oh my. Heading back to the Golden Gale? Yes. Alright, so as you guys make your way back to the Golden Gale, we're going to take a quick break here to refresh some drinks. Oh, Everybody's like, don't with the Say frick. Yeah. <laughs> don't do anything. <laughs> Don't be suspicious. Just don't Don't be be suspicious. suspicious. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for listening and we'll be right back.